Hello, and welcome to another episode of the podcast you never knew you needed, Agony Island. Remember, all submissions come from our listeners and can be occasionally of an adult nature. So if you're easily offended, maybe carry on to a podcast about making jam or something instead. Hello, everybody. Am I so glad to speak to you? Yes, I am, because it's another episode of Agony Island. And this week, well, I've managed to find my microphones working properly. Stephen Harp is sitting here looking resplendent, resplendent, in a lovely... Is that mauve or is it indigo? Um, indigo, maybe. I'll just call it pink. Yeah, yeah. Now, the thing is, the, the, the bit is, I showed him a picture of Bad Bunny. So, um, one particular listener said... Stephen Arm looks like Bad Bunny, the rap singer singer extraordinaire. Yes. And he wears a top like that when he wrestles. And I right. see that picture and I'm wondering, did you already have that top? Or have you when it was one? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've 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 had this top all along. All along. <laughs> Maybe I'm wearing it those especially for today. It's been said, we've been talking for we normally have a letter on before and but I've been saying I'm saving that question for when we do the poll. <laughs> so it's Agony Island. You know the score, you've been here before. If you haven't, thanks for coming. Hey, you've got fifteen other episodes to dip your toes into to, you know, make up for them times. There's plenty of back catalogue now. Loads of back catalogue now for you can dip into. But basically what we do is me and him have a letter. Uh, well, I'm a bit of a laugh. We're finding out something totally where we both disagree on, which is quite yep. shocking, amazingly so. And we try to solve people's problems. Well, we well, do. You said there's a problem. Most people go, Stephen had a good idea there. You should not be allowed <laughs> out in public. So, Stephen, curly perv ham. <laughs> I don't have a perm. It's, <laughs> it's natural. Your week? It's natural. What's your week been like? Yeah, yeah, week's been all right, but um, I've had people opening up to me. Um, I was basically talking to somebody that I work with, right, and she went, um, and I don't know why she decided to tell me this, but she basically turned around and goes, oh, I tried to have a listen to your podcast, and I was like, all right, okay, did you enjoy it? And she went, oh, I had to turn it off, and I was like, all right, why? She went, well, because I was in the bath at the time, and I kind of felt you were there, so I felt that was inappropriate, so I had to turn it off. Well, actually, uh, what what's your like? I just... <laughs> <laughs> Oi, you're happily, you're happily I, 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 I used to get that off on late nights when people would come on wave going, yeah, go to bed with your husband every night. And <laughs> Becky, Becky's, I mean, she's, she's fast as anything. She was just going, saves me a job. <laughs> Fair enough. I like that. That's good. That's good. Nice one. Nice one. Nice one. Nice people listening. Hello to uh, Mystery Lady who listens to us in the bath. <laughs> <laughs> yes, mystery. We'll call you a mystery, but yeah, it's somebody I work with. It could be anyone. I just, I like to think that I would be sat on the lobby with the seat down, and you would probably be loitering in the corner, going, "E well, I tell you, <laughs> E well." Oh my god, that's awful. Yeah, no, no, not good. So yeah, there was that. So that some weird conversations happened around that, and then, um, <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sharing a bath with you, my love. That's sexual harassment. I might have to get HR involved here." Um, I wonder who would actually be in the wrong there. <laughs> well, that would be interesting. I tell you what, you're talking about taking a bath together. There was a photo from a rugby team who who's as a mutual friend of well, not mutual friend of yours, a mutual friend of mine. Is mm. on this rugby team, and these lads, they all look like vegans. It's all big chummy lads who are like rah, right? And they had the communal bath. And I don't, and this is the thing everybody's going, Quah. look at them, they're all in the bath together. The water is brown. Oh. They're so muddy. I'm just like, you're bathing in your own filth. 
This is horrific. Maybe maybe it wasn't. Uh, maybe they hadn't just done that. Maybe somebody just had the shits. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. I, have you seen that footage of the woman in the mud bath where they're all on holiday? And then she does a toot and this massive bubble <laughs> comes up behind her. I don't think that was a fart. It can't be. It was. It was. It, it, it was. She had to look at that face going, oh, rumbled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, oh, bless her. Oh, that wasn't oh. good. No. It'd be great. But, now, she'll, now she'll forever be known as Mud Bath Fart Lady. Oh, God. I wonder, how, I wonder how people take these communal baths together and stuff. I struggle to even, like, shower at the gym. Well, when you play rugby, it's one of them things where, like, ah, oh, how are And I'm like, okay, hi, okay, that's fair enough. And mm. it's it's that whole thing. But I'm, i got to be honest with you, I like you in space. What, in a bath? No, bath, shower, I'm just, I'm happy. Just in I'm general, just, yeah. I'll just be over here. I'll just be over here away from everybody else. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd see I'm at a gym where like all the showers have got like their own individual little cubicles, so I'm okay, right? And I take in like underwear and everything and I get changed in there. That's how ridiculous I am as a person. Mm. Um but like I've been in gyms before. When I was at uni, there was one where it was just like just yeah. a room with loads of shower heads, and I was just like, I can't think of anything worse. Like, no, thank you. It's not very dignified. Like, when you've got to wash yourself and wash yourself properly after, like, a big workout, you've got to, you know, get in there and, you know, have a good clean. And that doesn't look very nice. And I don't want to be doing that in front of people. And I don't want to see other people doing it. It's one of those ones where it's how comfortable you are with who you are. The thing is, though, right, I know people who are really comfortable in their own skin. Mm. Like, oh, well, I'll just, you know, I, I don't mind. I don't mind being naked in front of people and all that. And I'm like, yeah, but it's being comfortable in your own skin. But, you know, normally they've got a massive chopper or something like that. And it's just like, you're just mm. showing off now. No, I always find it's like middle-aged guys at the gym will be there, like, flossing their undercarriage. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. If you're, putting your leg, if you're putting your leg up to do the arse floss, you're yeah. in trouble. Well, in, in my gym as well, let's you out. Oh, God, that towel must stink. But anyway, <laughs> my gym as well, right? My gym has got like um, every hour, whoever's working the gym that day has to check out the changing rooms. And sometimes if there's only female staff on, they'll shout through and go, is it okay to come in? And for some reason, people just don't respond. And I've, and like, you know, I just worry about these poor lasses wandering in and seeing some guy flossing his ass crack. And it's just like, oh, you just don't, you don't need to see it. Cause it's like, there's no door or anything on. You just come around the corner and then there's some yeah. guy, like a load of naked guys. And you're just like, oh God. I... Like, there's literally like changing booths. Go in the changing booth. And when I did when I did the night name problem show, I had a lady who is a hotel maid. Mm, she was actually yeah, official yeah. title as a hotel maid. She was, but I'm a cleaner. Right. Okay. She says, on, on, but on our on our um, pay packet, it's got her down as like hotel maid type of thing. And she said she goes, the amount of people you walk in on who are naked, even though you knock. And she goes, it's predominantly men, but it's also quite a few women. Where you will knock and say room service or you know come in uh, hospitality come to clean your room type of thing. I can't remember yeah. how, she, how she worded it, but she said she was it amazing how many times you walk in and people are doing that. She was occasionally you will walk in on somebody who's uh, you know they're getting a kick out of it. 
Oh no! And I was like, "Really?" And she was, "Yeah." She was, "We'll just mark them down." She was, "It's, it's to the point that there's people who you know are going to do it." Oh, see, that leads reporting. But it does. Yeah, that's just not good. That's see, that's not fun at all. Whereas me, as I said, I can't. Even, in last episode, I said I can't even pee, like a yeah. urinal. So yeah. like, yeah. But then, but then, right? So I'm mm. saying I get changed in the cha- and like in the cubicles and everything else, right? But you've seen what I wear for like festivals and stuff with my mesh tops and everything what? else. Yeah, do, do you know, strategy that was. <laughs> I mean, to be honest with you, the uh, the green neon lederhosen is. Uh, it, not many people can pull that look off. Oh, that's an idea. I might wear that. Do you um, know, I I have got a picture of you in my mind <laughs> in the October fest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I actually, do you know what it is? I've always avoided wearing that outfit because I've had so many people then. Do you know what would be really funny? It was like, if you dressed as like a large German in Oktoberfest, I was like, <laughs> oh, you're, just, you're just fat shaming us. Oh, speaking of my gym. Yeah. Gym is really busy at the moment. As it, always, as it is, it's just that time of year, right? And yeah. I, I, initially I was whinging about it. Now I'm just, I don't really care, right? But do you know what they've done, right, oh. at my gym, right? They used to have three tellies like oh. suspended from the ceiling and it used to have different tv shows and whatever else on and there was never any sound it always had the subtitles on and each one would have something different on and i would be on the stairmaster because i'd do it for a good 40 40 minutes or so on the stairmaster at a time and i like to watch the telly while i've got some music playing yeah. there was nothing better than sort of killing myself on the stairmaster panting away dance music blasting in my ears while i had pointless on in the background with like the subtitles so i could then try and answer the questions while i'm panting away and dancing and now they've gone i'm devastated so i'm having to just look at nothing as i'm sort of like trying to kill myself on the stairmaster have they been nicked I mean, it is Sunderland. I always wonder if people are going to trip over. You know, when you're watching the TV and you get a bit too carried away watching something. Yeah, I'm always, I'm always worrying, worrying. Like you know, I've seen people where they're like, oh, this, this, and like, and people are going to be taking the piss, going, "Has he been to the gym?" Yes, I have. Right, <laughs> um, but you get some people get carried away. I mean, Holmes under the hammer is fine, right? Oh yeah. But if you're watching our action scene, like, like if I'm in the car and certain songs come on, I suddenly find I've got a lead foot and I'm going faster than I should. Because the music inspires you, right? No. <laughs> Does it not? No. Um, let's hope the traffic police aren't listening to this. And I think we should probably remove the dance radio stations from your car. But saying that, though, <laughs> there was a tech show recently in Vegas where Mercedes showed a new car concept that they've got that when you drive, the song changes. And you th- and initially I thought, oh, the, the volume just goes up to get over like the revs and stuff, which is normal in yeah. a lot of modern cars. But no, the faster you drive, the faster the song goes and it changes the beat and the tempo and stuff and no. uh, and yeah and i was just like because will i am was doing it with his song i'm sure and shout with um britney spears and as yeah. he was speeding up the song was getting faster and the t- and i was just like i'm just dangerous i was like isn't that just gonna are people just gonna start speeding like make their songs better very much seems like it's going to be encouraging dangerous driving i think i would be a way to cause accidents like if you stop and you're stuck in traffic does like 
does your rave song suddenly turn into a ballad? I do get that though. If I hear a certain song, I'll be like, yeah, come on. I used to have like a workout mix. Yeah. Which amazingly, was a lot of music from the Rocky films. <laughs> All right, okay, fair enough. Oh, yeah. On fire, dreams, these. I'll be like, oh. yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. I know, but you're gonna. Do, that's gonna work for you because you've you, Rocky. You've watched Rocky. You know it's about sport. You've heard those that music. That's yeah. gonna kick you in, and it's gonna go. Yeah, and oh, it's, this is it. Yeah. That's that's a bit. That's gonna make you go. Come on! I usually listen to nineties and noughties like pop and dance tunes, yeah. like um, yeah, and can't for happiness. Um, what else? Somebody answer the phone. All those nonsense old nineties and noughties dance numbers. But lately, lately, um, I've noticed on my Spotify that I get um. I get audio books on it as well, and so I was, yeah. I've been reading. I've been reading this book recently, right? Uh-huh. Um, the Queen of Poison, which has just come out, oh. right? Oh, um, actually, no, I've seen another. For that. Yeah, it's it's really good, honestly. Like I again, as I said, the only thing I read now is um, crime books <laughs> with well, middle aged women solving the crimes. But I've anyway, given up on my bingo hole detectives ones. I'm going to no, go back. Have you? Have you given up? Well, I, I'm still into them. I'm really into them. And this is getting converted into a TV show, and it's going to be um, um, the Marlowe Murder Club, right? Uh, that was the first book, and it's, get, it's going to be a TV series yeah. this year. And um, and anyway, I was I was being reading this book, and I've been loving it. So the last couple of times I've been at the gym, I've converted it to my audio book. And so then I'll be listening, like yeah. on the stairmaster and like doing me heavy weights and everything, while yeah. it, while it's going. Judith pondered over her mystery board, and I'll be like, "Yeah, this isn't what people probably expect me to be listening to right now." It didn't really give me the oomph to go. I have to say, like when I was yeah. looking at the calories that I'd burned on the stairmaster and the treadmill and everything, nowhere near my personal best. I have to say, it didn't motivate me. Didn't motivate me. What about you? What do you think about audiobooks? For me, it's not the same as reading. No, I know it isn't. But um, what, I, what I love about it is most of my time is spent either in my car or like when I'm around the house, if I'm doing a bit of housework or mm. if I'm in the workshop. Oh, right, okay, yeah. I'll, I'll put that on and then I can still enjoy that bit of it. And my eyesight, I couldn't be asking with my eyesight's got that bad now. Um, right. Look, Have you been to an optician? Or are you just yeah, yeah, squinting? Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Just looking it's... like a pervert at no, everyone no, no, squinting no, no, no. wherever it's you what... go. I've got, I've got. Well, no, that's it. I've got to hold something really far away. But I do enjoy sitting with a book. One of my, one of my New Year's resolutions was actually spend more time reading each week, and I have been. Okay, good. So it's it's nice, but I know what you mean. It does make a complete difference. Yeah, I mean. I'm not going to do that anymore. I'm not going to listen to an audiobook at the gym anymore. It does not help with my personal best. That's all I'm going to say. Like, I'm going to stick to the 90s rave. I'm left. Oh, oh my God. If I'm going to do that, maybe I should wear, like, neon jumpsuits and stuff to go. Like, that. that's like, that's 90s, isn't it? Get get myself a scrunchie for me hair as well. You're going to look like a crap Mr. Motivator. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, yes. Oh oh my god, I know what I'm dressing up for for um I know somebody who worked with him. Oh yeah. And apparently he was good through all the newspapers. It was when he's really hate the popularity. Yeah. And he would keep turning the people with the newspaper and going, That's me, that Oh Yeah, yeah. And he was like, Yeah, that's me. I tell you what, I tell you what I just put on uh, this week and enjoyed one of my daughters. Gladiators. 
Nazi gladiators. Yeah, I'm never, I'm never watching that again. Like it was shit in the nineties. I'm not watching it again now. Watching like, people oh. smacking each other with uh, with uh, giant Q-tips, you can't go wrong. No, I'm not doing it. I'm not watching it. I'm sorry. We only used to watch it in the nineties because there was like one and a half channels and there wasn't anything else on. So no, no chance now that I actually have an option and a choice of what I can watch. So that so the Mr. Motivator used to turn everyone and go, that's me, that. Did you ever used to do that when you were in heaven? No, <laughs> no. I, um, do you know what it is? I, it was that whole thing of, it was funny because I was out one night with um, the there's, there's times I've had nights out with people who were in the cast mm. and I got noticed and they didn't. Because <laughs> oh. you can't really disguise me. No. You know, at the time, I mean, I used to have, I, the, the one thing it changed for us was I always used to have big sideburns. Always had massive sideburns, right? Yes. And then after that came out, I had to shave off the sideburns. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got, I, and like, I grew my goatee beard back. Mm-hmm. But I got rid of the sideburns because people would go, oh, yeah, the sideies. And I was like, all right, okay, yeah. My, um, well, what, one of my oldest friends, right? I've, I've never mm. mentioned this to you, actually. But one mm. of my oldest friends, like, he absolutely loves heaven. He thinks it's, like, oh. one of the best shows that it's ever created. And then I was talking to him about the podcast and stuff. And I was, and he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was, you know, we did the BBC together. Yeah. And we did, like, the radio and stuff. I went, but he was also in heaven. He went, what? Right. I went, yeah, yeah, he was in heaven. He went, yeah. that's, like, one of my favourite TV shows. Who was he? I'm like, oh, he was Big Keith. He went, yeah. What? And then I, th- I was on the phone, but then I just heard typing. And he was like, God, he was? And I'm just like, yeah. Like, <laughs> how do you not know this? This was like when we're about 10 episodes deep into the podcast by yeah. this point. God knows how yeah. many episodes on the BBC that would done together. That was together. years ago. This is the thing. It was, uh-huh. it's, it's, over, it's like 10 years ago now. Yeah. Um, but the, 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 the nice thing is, it's just been back on the iPlayer. So I'm getting, it's funny, you get people who come on going, yeah, I've just found it, I've seen it, I've shown the kids it, and it's, oh, it's nice. Mm. But the weird, one, the weird one I got, and um, Becky was with us when this happened, was a couple, happened about, probably about five or six times, actually, where people would confuse the character with me. Right. They'd start talking to us, and at one point, the guy came back and goes, goes I feel so stupid, he goes, I thought I knew you, and I realised you just play that part on the telly, don't you? And I was like, <laughs> I, but he thought he knew us. Oh, like, oh yeah, right. and like people call us Keith for ages. Mm-hmm. When I was in, I was in a, um, I was in a Dixon's pork butchers. Nice, yeah, yeah. And I, I was taking Betty because we were joking on, but she'd never had a Savoy dip. And I was like, oh, I'll get your Savoy dip. And she was like, well, she didn't like it. She had a beef What's and... a pork? It's just a butcher's. It's not just yeah, a pork should... butcher's. Yeah, but uh, but that's what they were called originally. It was Dixon's Right, pork. okay, okay. And um, this woman was chatting on. She goes, so, you're busy now? And I went, aye. And she was, so, e, what are you doing now? The show's finished. I went, just get out. She goes, you're still doing painting and decorating. And I was like, that's what my character did in the show. That's <laughs> not what I really do. But we actually got, and Becky... People approached her because mm. she was at the time she was taking all the bookings for us for gigs and stuff. Oh, nice. Okay. And people are going, um, we're wondering, is 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 he free to come and do the decorating at ours? We would really like to have a room done. And she's like, he's not really a painter. That wasn't him. He just played the part on TV. But people actually, I've had people offer to come and can you come and do my bathroom? And I'm like, no. 
But if people are actually talking to you and asking you these things, then it's a compliment. Because it means you created a very real character that people can honestly feel is a real person. It's when you find stuff that you do in real life turns up in the script. For example, um, in the second series, there's a thing where Big Keith turns up and he, he just happens to have two different bottles of sauce with him, right? Right. And this is because um, when Jason Cooper was driving around with us and uh, we did a gig... And he, he goes, I'm getting some eat again. all right. And he had them little sashes of sauce. And I was like, oh, mate, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. Wait till I give you me car ketchup. And I had... <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I had, like, brown sauce and red sauce for my... This is when I was kicking away all the time. Oh, no, that's not stored correctly. The alternating temperatures of a car from boiling to absolutely freezing. Oh, it would have been minging. You just put the ketchup in the cupboard. Oh, right, so it wasn't just in your glove compartment for the whole time. Wow, your face is it all. Oh, no, that's disgusting. <laughs> but that ended up in the script, yeah. What? Are you feeling slightly sick now? Oh, I, I, just, I just think, God, I bet you had the runs a lot. I, I thought I was just normal, that. <laughs> oh. Actually, that does that does tie in quite nicely. Um, well, not storing food probably ties in quite nicely with this week's problem. Oh, okay. Shall we get to the problem? Yeah, let's get the problem. Uh, this comes from Anthony, who said he's more than happy being named. Uh, <laughs> they won't listen to the podcast because they're absolute philistines anyway. Hello, lads. You can give me some assistance here because I'm having real problems now deciding what is the polite way to deal with this. I'm in a flat share with two people who I thought were friends. However, one of them is a thieving twat. My fridge! We all share, but it's my fridge. I brought the fridge to the flat and I put it in there. I'm a bit, how would you say, picky about my electrical goods. I like to know that they're decently rated and I'm not going to have a freezer door which blocks up all the time because people don't know how to put stuff away properly. So it's one of those self-regulating fridges. There's an alarm will go off in case the freezer door is left open or the fridge is left open for too long. Imagine my horror when I come in to find the alarm has been disabled and all my frozen good has melted because somebody couldn't put a drawer away properly. The offending item was a tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, which had been half eaten, lid not put back on, and crumbled and shoved in the drawer, so it wouldn't fit in anyway. First of all, what kind of animal does that? Second of all, how do I approach my friends and say, which one of you twats did this? I know it's going to cause massive arguments inside the flat, but somebody's went out of their way to try and do this, knowing it wasn't going to work properly. Now, everything is frostbitten or slightly soft to the touch. Oh, there's nothing worse when something's a little bit soft to the touch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you know what it is. You know what it is. Um, no, not when you want it to be stiff. Um, anyway. I, right, I mean, but he's asked to be named. He says his friends won't listen to the podcast anyway, so he's fine with that. Okay, fine. I... I've lived in flat chairs quite a lot because I've lived in London a few times and it's hard to live in London unless you're living in some sort of flat chair because the prices are extortionate. And obviously I was at uni quite a bit. So I feel his pain. What's hard here is that there's three people in this house and they seem to only have one fridge freezer. 
that's not enough. If clearly no. it's not enough, no. they need they're gonna need a separate like chest freezer yeah. or like a little one, an extra freezer. So that's the first thing. Somebody else is you're gonna have to someone else is gonna have to get one because you've bought it. You've bought that fridge freezer by the sounds of it. It didn't even come with the place. Yeah, he's too he's too You've bought it. And you and fair enough, you do share stuff. If you buy something for a kitchen, you're gonna yeah. share it. That's basically yeah. what's gonna happen if you're in a flat chair. Um but it's kind of crap that people have d- number one they've disabled the alarm and number two they've destroyed all your food right that's, that's so, really frustrating so that would have really annoyed me well, you need rules the only way to live in a flat chair is if you've got rules and clearly you don't have any right yeah. that's yeah. my suggestion it's going to have to there's, you, you usually have three drawers or something in a freezer don't you everyone yeah. needs one drawer that's my suggestion. Well, and it, it is, it is. But I mean, I I regularly vent. Uh, well, I've had so much now, but I used to with the kids where I'm like, "How much of the freeze? I don't want me." That's annoying when people mm-hmm. do that. Um, the bit which got me was somebody didn't put the lid back on a on a Ben and Jerry's and just squashed it. That's all. I, it may may have That's going to be freezer burn. That's that's not going to oh, yeah. be hurt. No. Also. Who who puts a Ben and Jerry's tub back in the freezer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember this. Yeah, I used to say I used to have half a pizza and put it back, and you were like yeah. gobsmacked, and you were like, "Who has half a pizza?" Yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, I've seen, I've seen. I yeah, uh, I got told off. I was, in, I was in a, I was in a freezer shop with a, with Becky, and I went, I goes, "Oh, that's one of them Stephen Ham pizzas." <laughs> and I just call something after a friend. I went, "Yes, I can." It's a Stephen pizza. Yeah, it's a Stephen pizza. Cut it in half, stick it in the in the oven. But anyway, back to Anthony and his feral housemates. It's really shit, but you do need to have a conversation. Simple yeah. as. You need to have a conversation. Yeah. But how do you broach it? How, what would you do? How would you broach this? Well, as somebody who's... I've, I've lived in two flatches. Right. And I I realise that I am not somebody who can flat share with somebody. <laughs> right. I mean, you're flat sharing right now with your entire family. So. That's different, right? Okay, here's the thing. You have... A relationship with somebody is a level of intimacy, which mm. is where you want to you want to share your world with that person, right? Mm. And you make considerations to other people that you would. Mm. However, if it's just some screw you're living with, mm-hmm. so you're saying with family, you're obliged to get on with them. So it's different. Fair enough. I had um, I had one person. This is actually a good friend of mine, me and Tony. Uh, me and Tony, uh, Tony Race, and like I mentioned my name, he is listening to the podcast now, he's a good friend, he's one of my best mates. We live together, and he went, he goes, you seem to exist on Angel Delight, Smash and Sausages. I would like to say I'm surprised, but I'm really not. That was him politely saying, you need to change your diet route. Yeah, um, have some yeah. fucking vegetables. Well, I did, mash. Um, I think some sweet corn. <laughs> no, that's not a vegetable. Yeah, oh, Jesus said the morbidly obese man um mm-hmm. so yeah but it was one of them ones and that was his play where saying mate you need to change what you're doing right? mm-hmm. also what happened was we had like a beer fridge in the kitchen in the living room so it was covered with something it was really nice but it was the beer fridge so we didn't have to go to the kitchen to get a beer and then he his his last started coming over all the time mm-hmm. and the first thing to go was the beer fridge oh no yeah and it just i was like uh, then I was gone within four months. And I was like, oh, okay. 
but it was one of them ones where um, that worked because we were friends. We were really good friends. The other time that I shared with people, I did not get on with them that well. Yeah. And it is very It's what your level of diplomacy and also what your habits are. Yeah. You don't know somebody until you live with them, really. And and it's really hard because you have to, people are going to forget to tidy up after themselves. People yeah. are going to like use too much of the fridge or they're going to use some of your stuff. That is basically what's going to happen if you share a place with someone. No matter what rules you put in, you can say, you have that shelf, I have that shelf. I, one of the flat chairs I had in London, right? Um, this last used to just fill the freezer with those like, um, bags of ice cubes. She used to oh. just buy bags of ice cubes, and there was we only had a small freezer, and she used to just fill it with that. And I'll just be like, "I'm northern. I need some frozen pies." Um, yeah, so yeah. like, <laughs> well, well, that's simple and straightforward. Yeah, but for this particular problem, my advice would be communication. Just get everyone together and have a house meeting. That's probably the best way of doing it because otherwise it'll just start festering and you'll start hating each other. Because that flat chair I was in in London, this the, that lass who used to fill the freezer full of ice cubes all the time so I couldn't fit in my northern pies, she um, she used to every now and then, she used to message us because there was like three of us in the house and she used to go, oh, I'm having a dinner party on Saturday. It might finish a bit late. Um, just my notice. It's like that's happening in two days. Like, And then whenever she said she was having a dinner party, it basically meant she was having a house party and it would finish at like 6 a.m. That's that's how that used to be, and she used to think that was acceptable. Um, I mean, it used to happen every couple of months or so. So what? But and I'd just be like, oh no, this is this is shite. Um, and she'd be like, well, you can come along to it. And it's like, yeah, but they're all your friends, like, and I'm not really interested in that. Yeah. Um, and the other guy used to always just bugger off back to like family and stuff whenever that used to happen. But yeah, it you get things like this. You you're going to have to you're going to have to just have a chat with each other and just go. Look, we yeah. need separate, like, we'll probably need to buy another freezer. Can we all just chip in and get one? And then can we all have, like, two shelves each in, like, over the two freezers? And Bob's your uncle, that'll be great. We should have enough room. If you eat anything, like, you know, ask first or uh, and, you know, offer to replace it. But, yeah, it might not work out. Um, It could always be worse, but you might not be compatible. I mean, that house share that I had that I keep talking about was absolutely crap. I once cut my foot open because somebody had um, broke a glass in the in the corridor and, and she hadn't, hadn't uh, and they hadn't cleaned it up, and so it was it was just just a weird house that I lived in and clearly yeah. we were never going to work and so um, and that's the question you've got to ask: Can I get on with these people? And is this you are going to have minor inconveniences if you live with someone? Minor things are going to happen. Can you manage that or can you not? That's that's what yeah. that's the question you've got to ask. And if you can't, you've got to leave. I would, uh, yeah, it's, there's never, a, there's never an easy, there's ne when, it, when it's friends or when it's something like that, mm. people the other one, there's never an easy option. Yeah. No matter what way you do, I'll go with it. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be comfortable. No, it's easy with friends. If you've just replied to like a room share or something like that, that's a lot harder because you don't know these people and you're getting well, to know them while guy, living with them. There's a guy I know who was a comedian who went mm. to live in London and he moved into this flat, and they basically treated him like he, he was the the help. Wow. Yeah, he was. He was. And he was like. He was like. Well, I'm working here. He's working as a comic, so he's working night times. Yeah. And they were going. Um, well, you're here through the day. And he was like, 
Yeah, but I, I'm working. I'm paying an equal split of the stuff. And they went, mm-hmm. yes, we're working. We're very busy through the day. You're a comedian. All you're doing is telling jokes on stage. And he was like, wow. I'm writing stuff all day. So, so trying to find a place is really hard as well. So if you decide yeah. to leave, it's like trying to find who you're going to live with. And yeah. when I was looking for places in London, I've had, oh God, I've had this, this is one story, which I've always reluctant to tell, but I'll tell it. Right? Tell, tell. Um, Spread the joy. So, and so anyway, I, I replied to this, um, this ad in and it was in Brixton right yeah. and um and I go along and there's like you know we're a really laid back household we're a gay household and stuff like that yeah. and I was like all oh, right fair enough I can go and live with my fellow kind in Brixton and so anyway um <laughs> and I wander along right and um, this guy greets us and he goes hi this is my house I'll show you around and um he shows me like the front room it looks very nice he's got it's a very nice house and yeah. um go upstairs he shows me what my bedroom would be there's another guy who's working in this other bedroom and then we go upstairs into what looks like an attic conversion and he goes this is the room where we do like we have people come off and we watch cinema and stuff together and I went oh where's your bedroom he went oh, I just sleep up here and I went, what do you mean you just sleep up here? And he pointed to this um, this net above, right? And it was sort of this netting, like almost like a, and a giant hammock oh, basically over the whole thing. And he basically just used to hang upside down like a bat and like sleep in there. And I was like, right, okay. And then, um, and then we go downstairs, right? And yeah. and he goes, "Oh, shall I make? Do you want a drink of anything?" And I'm like, "No, no, no! Don't accept drink drinks from strangers, especially in the residence of a man who sleeps like a bat." Okay, he's got. I'll show you the garden. And we we'll walk into the garden, and there's this um, really buff Australian bloke in some very small underwear right in the garden and he's like hi and he's just there having his lunch he's yeah. like, oh, I'm working from home he's like I'm just getting some sun and I'm like right okay um <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not like you, you knew I yeah. was coming why are you like wearing very very little and um and anyway the the, the owner goes oh, I'm just popping to the loo and then the other two people like two of the other people that live there um came around and was like are you all right with this um like you know um being a, a naturist house and I was like what i'd read the upside down oh no 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 so i'd read the article wrong right it was a fucking nude house right the reason that australian was sat in his underwear is because they usually all walk around in the nutty and i was like and he's like you'll not get anything cheaper and better for the money here but you will have to walk around in the nude for this older guy to perv on you while he sleeps upside down in the ceiling and i was like now um i'm off oh it was awful oh and he was like oh yeah yeah and he'll get other people around and they'll have nature's parties in the garden and stuff and then all i could think at that point was ah that's why your garden's so overgrown and you've got so many plants it's to protect your neighbors from seeing your own gentleman gardens i was like this is really really interesting but this is not for me like i as i say i get changed in cubicles in the gym and i can't pee in public there's no chance in hell i'm wandering around nutty woody in a house yeah with a load of randos right yeah and i was like fine okay i'm off and they all seemed quite nice enough and anyway and then i went to see another place right in yeah. stockwell and um this guy sort of showed me around and it was okay 
But um, yeah, I was really distracted. There was no chance I was going to focus on this house. I was basically just focused on this sort of nude house I'd just seen. And I was talking to all my friends when, whenever I got the chance to talk to somebody. And I was like, God, it'll be like, you know, you could be walking up the stairs and somebody could put your eye out. Like, honestly, it would be like, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, it'd be like, you know, what happens if I'm cooking with oil or something? This is like a health hazard. Like, I'm like, oh, no. And so I was overthinking and really stressing. So anyway, I got a message going, oh, so what do you think of the house? And I replied going, um, yeah, your house is very nice and everything. And, you know, I really appreciate you showing me around, but I don't think... I can um I don't think I can be naked around people and sort of do that. So yeah. I was being really diplomatic. Yes. It wasn't the guy from the naturist house that had texted me, it was the guy from the other house. And he was just like, mate, oh my I don't God. know what you're talking about, but um okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so oh. not only had I then been viewing this naturist house, I'd then made this other guy think i'm some sort of pervert and i'm like honestly I c the today is just a bad day it's just a bad day i, I would have just written that off i would definitely have just written that off and just went, yeah sorry uh no hablo inglesi sorry wrong number i think i think anthony there you go there's our our horrific moments like that yeah it could be worse it could be worse all i'm gonna is Take the take that take the take some of Ben and Jerry's out, eat the bastard, right? Mm. Then wash the packet out, squash it down further, and put it back in the freezer and see if it's sealed. <laughs> and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, now it's time for Becky's question. Becky's question. This week's question: If someone is late to a meeting or a meetup, how long should you wait before it's okay to leave? As someone who has been stood up quite a few times, um, I can honestly say um, an hour's too long. Yes. Agreed. However, I stayed longer than an hour mm. because I thought, oh, maybe I've got the time wrong. And I oh. went in an hour and a quarter and then went, no, they're just not coming. Oh, well... I think this is a bit of an old one, isn't it? Because back in the day when we didn't really text or anything and you just yeah. use like a landline and just go meet us outside a CNA or like Marks and Spencer's <laughs> such and such a time. Yeah. Like my, what I always say is I think about 20 minutes. 20 minutes is the maximum that you should probably be waiting for someone. Yeah. But as I've been saying throughout this episode, communication is important. You can message someone. If they don't get the message or it's unread or whatever else, they could be on the tube or whatever or driving. So... Yeah. That's why I say 20 minutes if they haven't contacted you. If yeah. they've contacted you and they said, sorry, I'm running late, you then decide if you're willing to wait that long. And if you are, hang around. If not, tell them that you're not going to wait for that and it's too late. The, the thing is, though, I used to miss... I, people will not be in touch with these days where you're going, I'll meet you at such and such at this mm. time. Yeah. Because that was it. There was no way of getting That's back in touch with somebody. No. You were like, there, that's it. There, I'm there, right? Yeah. And I always remember many, many, many years ago, I uh, I put an advert. Oh, God. I put an advert in one of the newspapers. For what? Lonely Hearts. Oh, God. Okay. Oh, God. The 14 worst dates of my life. Oh, well, you got some dates out of it. That's good. The, the one I had was like, when you meet somebody, and I was like, right, okay. And this woman goes, well, why don't we meet? Uh, we'll meet at a monument in Newcastle. 
Oh, yeah, of course. And I went, well, how will I recognize you? You know, because you, you weren't photos, it was just descriptions, right? And uh, she goes, Well, I'll have a copy of the Chronicle, you have a copy of the Chronicle. And then we both knew that's because that was where the advert was in. I was like, All right, okay. And I just remember standing there and watching this woman come close, look at us, and then just drop a Chronicle in the thing <laughs> and carry on walking by. And I was just like, Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I was like, and I've been dead honest about what I look like, who I was, you know, and just, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And I knew it was this person because she looked like what she described. And she just walked by and dropped her paper in the bin and walked by. I was like, so, yeah. Oh. I, 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 no, seriously, no. It's just some horrible, horrible dates. But um, the, the one thing that really made us laugh from it was, is that was back in the day, like you say, when you would say to somebody, you got to be here then. And I'd yeah. be so punctual, I would be there. And I'm not punctual now, I'm terrible, terrible. Yeah, you are, yeah. I, I like the idea of 20 minutes. I would go with 20 minutes now. 20 minutes is a good one. But um, speaking of dating, um, one of my friends has been trying to date in London, and there's a guy that he was trying to meet up with a lot and never really managed because this um guy just kept flaking on him and going oh i'm busy i can't do this i can't do that and my friend basically just went oh look i'm sick of your messing this about we're not gonna meet up anymore and this guy then turned around to him and said no no i really really want to meet up with you so my friend genius genius moved to him and said well your words are worth nothing to me but what is worth something to me is money so what i want you to do is to give me about 50 quid as a oh, deposit, wow. and if you come on this date that you're promising to go on, you can get it back. It buys a lot of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> that'll, that'll solve your problems. If you don't get a date, at least you got 50 imagine, quid. Imagine you're on your seat and you got that, though. Would you be making a case of, well, actually, I don't know. Oh. I wonder if he's that well off that 50 quid just doesn't mean anything to him. Well, that's what I'm saying. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard the expression of fuck you, buddy? No. Right, okay. So fuck you money is the, the the amount you would go to you are willing to waste on something. Right. Where you don't give a shit about. Right, okay. Right. Um I work uh, I work in the NHS, like so I've got no fuck you money. The 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 best equivalent I can describe it is is um if you if you parked at the far end of the car park and you've got a pound in the trolley and he can't be asked to walk all the way back and put it, and you mm. just leave the trolley. That's fuck you, buddy. Yeah. <gasps> I saw something lovely the other day, speaking uh -huh. of uh, trolleys. This is another fuck you money, but actually probably a kind gesture money. Yeah. This woman was coming out of home bargains, right? I keep saying I keep going in home bargains because it's next to my gym, right? Um, but I love a bit of home bargains and B&M, honestly, I do. Oh, yeah. But anyway, this woman comes out with a trolley, right? And someone is going past and goes, oh, can I take that trolley? And goes to give her the pound. Yeah. And she goes, no, it's all right. You can just have the trolley. And just gave oh. it. And I was like, oh, that's nice. That's nice. So like. I was like, oh, that's nice. So somebody somebody doesn't need do you that know pound. What? I think we should end the podcast here because that's a nice story to finish on. And if I, if I was a listener, maybe commuting or sitting in that bath, feeling, mm. feeling like they're being crowded, <laughs> Hello. I'm going to finish on a nice story. I hope you're enjoying your bath. Is that your toy you got stuck in the plug? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, be careful with that. You could put an eye out. Now, um, I've been lovely doing this podcast, but I'm going to go put some shorts on to sit outside. Um. <laughs>
<laughs> and there weren't there were budgie smugglers. Like there wasn't oh. there was nothing left to the imagination. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Ooh. No, no. I mean he, he looked after his body, you know. Yeah, well, so... you know, hey if I, I'm not being funny, if I looked after mine, I would be wearing the bloody G string doing the jobs. Right. Yeah. Uh, now if I wear a G string, people just think look at us and think, Well, oh, I've got to get some sliced down. <laughs> 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 like Get myself trick. to the butchers. <laughs> it's like a magic trick. I can see the string at the top, but I can't see the bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've eaten that. Um, oh. <laughs> and on that, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for visiting us on Agony Island. If you want to send us an email, it's agonypod at gmail.com or on all the socials, you can find us. And uh, hey, lovely speaking to you. Yeah, it's been great, it's been great. I hope you enjoyed our stories. I did. Bye! Bye! And as always, here's a little outtake. Do you know, I'm getting a bit sick of the internet. I'm kind of... Why, have you got through all the porn? No, no do you know, mate, seriously. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm 51 now, I just look at slippers. Oh, it's a weird choice, but hey-ho, no kink-shaming. You've been listening to Agony Island. The show will return next week, but always feel free to dive into past episodes and like and subscribe and tell your friends what they're missing out on. If you want, you can send your problems or any other correspondence to agonypod at gmail.com. Maybe they can witter on about your email next time. 